In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Nicodemus was an old man, and he was one of the leaders of the Jews, and the gospel today is giving us a kind of interesting picture of him. You'd expect, I'd expect a little kid, maybe a teenager, to act based on fear. I'm not trying to insult any teenagers. I was a teenager too, and I have fear as well. But you would expect somebody who's kind of immature to just kind of be afraid of things. Oh, I don't want people to talk about me. I remember being really young and really being overly concerned. Oh, I don't, I don't want to, I want to have a good reputation. I want people to like me. It was really important for me to be liked. Now in my old age, the less people think about me, the better. But when I was young, I remember feeling this need. Oh, I really, really want to be liked. I just, it would really bother me if somebody disliked me for any reason. Nicodemus is an old man. And he's a leader in the community. And he's a very educated person. And yet, the first thing we hear about him is he comes to Jesus at night. Because he's afraid that if he goes during the day, people are going to see him and then talk about him. Which is kind of sad. Somebody at that age and at that station, you know, you should really have more strength than that, more power than that. And then he goes to Jesus. And look, it's a good thing to go to Jesus. And Nicodemus, though he's an older man and he's a leader, he calls Jesus rabbi. That's a very humble thing to say. Jesus was probably half his age. And he was not like an official part of the, of the Jewish leadership. And yet this, it's kind of like the senator, this, this, this older respected man in the community goes to someone younger than himself and he calls him rabbi. He says, you're my teacher. That is a humble thing to do. So Nicodemus isn't all bad. He has fear, but he also has a longing to learn. And he's willing to humble himself to learn. And then he says, and then he makes, again, kind of a half mistake. He says, oh, you're a teacher, Rabbi. You're a teacher that has come from God. Because no one can do these signs unless God is with him. Yeah, yeah, Jesus is a teacher. But is, it, is that the truth of who Jesus is? No. Jesus is not just a teacher. And Nicodemus, again, I think out of fear, doesn't want to say, Rabbi, you're the son of God. Because that takes courage to say. But he doesn't want to say nothing. So Nicodemus is in, that, is in the middle spot. And he wants to sort of do half and hope that half is enough. You're a teacher that's come from God. Oh, man. You're not even close if you think Jesus is just a teacher that's come from God. So he's hoping if I just give a little bit, if I come at night, at least I came. If I call him rabbi, at least I'm humble. If I say he's a teacher that's come from God, at least I'm doing something. That's not enough. And Jesus doesn't accept it. Not from somebody like him. Not from somebody who really should know better. And Jesus says... Forget about it. He just ignores what he said. I'm not even going to address. He doesn't even address what Nicodemus says. Truly I say to you, unless one is born anew, the problem isn't that you need a teacher. Your problem isn't ignorance and you just don't know enough. And if you just learned a couple more things, then you'd be good. The problem is you're a coward. The problem is you're weak. The problem is you're afraid of what people are going to say about you. 
And because of that, you're coming at night and you don't want to call me. Okay. Yeah. You don't need a rabbi. You don't need a teacher. You need to be born anew. And then Nicodemus is rightly confused. What do you mean? I, I'm an old man. What am I going to go back into my mother's womb and be born a second time? And he says, no. Unless you're born of water and the spirit. Which is, we know now is baptism. At the time, Nicodemus had no idea what he was talking about. And then Jesus says this very mysterious line. He says, the wind blows where it wills and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. This is a very, very bizarre line. I spent hours thinking about this. And every time this gospel shows up, I just get fixated on that line. I have no idea what he's, what he's talking about. Maybe I have an idea this time. The wind blows where it wills. And you hear the sound of it. You, Nicodemus, don't have the self-control. You don't have the strength to do what you want. Because you're afraid. The wind has more strength than you do. And those who are born of the Spirit have that kind of strength. The wind blows where it wills. It does what it wants to do without fear. Imagine that kind of life. And yet, we have it. We're baptized. We have something that Nicodemus, with all of his learning and all of his experience and all of his, his kind of social status, he did not have what we have as infants. He did not have baptism. He did not have the Holy Spirit, which is given to us when we're anointed through that baptism, through that, through that, that sacrament. And so that means, Jesus is saying, everyone born of the Spirit, everyone truly born of the Spirit, He's reminding us, He's saying, remember the power that's there inside of you. You have nothing to be afraid of. It doesn't matter what people say, it doesn't matter what people think of you. Go where you will, do what you will, because what you will in the Spirit is of God, is holy. And if you're going to do and, and, and say something holy, do it with strength and with power, without fear. Not like Nicodemus who came at night and he's kind of like hiding and he's kind of saying the half-truth. No, be bold. Have an open heart. Let the Spirit grow in you. Let the Spirit take over you, conquer you. So that in God's will, you can go forward and be like, like the wind. You can be like a hurricane. And Nicodemus, he goes there at night and... He's like whispering to Jesus. Nobody, you have no effect like that. And Jesus says, no. The wind blows where it wills and you hear the sound of it. You hear the sound of it. And so let the Holy Spirit speak into your heart. Listen to the Holy Spirit, first of all. In your prayer, in your silence. But then when you hear God's voice speaking, stirring your heart, then speak with boldness and speak with love. Because that boldness and that love is of God. And let God speak through you so that others can hear that spirit as you speak.